The first trial of the former officers charged in the killing of George Floyd is underway. Police officers are rarely prosecuted in such cases, and the world will be watching. The Minnesota Public Radio newsroom, which has followed this case in detail from the beginning, will bring listeners updates on this monumental trial and the consequences it holds for the city and the country. Listen to In Front of Our Eyes wherever you listen to podcasts. This is 74 Seconds. I'm Tracy Mumford. And this is Diamond Reynolds, Philando Castile's girlfriend. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Diana wants to say something. Hi. That's all you want to say? No thank yous, no love yous, no nothing? Okay. So thank you, everybody, for coming out today for... Okay, today. Black love, a celebration... And when I say black love, I don't just mean by the color of our, of our skin. Black love is something that's deep. It's something that's compassion. It goes back to our ancestors. It goes back to slavery. So I just want everyone today to enjoy themselves, embrace love. Let's embrace life that we have here today and the lives that are no longer here. Let's be thankful. Let's be prayerful for all the things that we do have and the things that we don't have in our struggles. I just wanna say thank you again to everybody that's here today that took time out of their busy schedules to come get some love and just some with me and Dayana today. So thank you everybody. Yesterday, July 6th, marked one year since the death of Philando Castile. And on the anniversary of this day, Diamond Reynolds chose celebration. She organized a barbecue, and people gathered in a park for music and hot dogs and dancing and a bouncy castle. They gave away children's books and clothes. Um, so I got several raffles that I'm about to do. Definitely in the shade in this booth over here, we got some amazing things. The event was held by the side of a lake. It was hot. About 60 people showed up over the course of the afternoon, and Diamond Reynolds called the event Black Love, a Remembrance Celebration. Our reporter John Collins went to the event, and he caught up with Diamond Reynolds in the crowd. She stepped away for a moment from the hugs and the celebration. She had her dog with her, Chetta. And she said that she'd wanted the event to reflect who Philando Castile was as a person. Phil was a very strong person. He was very passionate. He was loving. And most importantly, he was giving. He was caring. And he served all his kids. And I'm trying to do the same by letting his legacy live on in greatness. You know, I could never be bitter. I could never be sad. I could never be angry because that's not what type of person Phil was. That's not what type of person my daughter is. And that's not what type of person I am. I'm all for God and I'm going to do everything the right way. Reynolds also had her mother and her daughter with her, and she was determined that the day be about positive vibes. Hi, Okay, after this one, okay? I was waiting for y'all. Go get your ice cream. About three miles up the road, Philando Castile's mother and sister held a memorial of their own, which was closed to the press. Our reporter, Reham Fashir, caught up with the crowd after it was over. So this event was held on Carpenter Avenue, and afterwards people began to walk. 
Um, they walk the roughly half mile from about where Officer Gerardo Moyanes turned on his lights to where Philando Castile stopped his car at 9.05 p.m., exactly one year earlier. Activists and family have set up what they call a peace garden at the site of the shooting. And all day, strangers had been stopping by to drop off fresh flowers, handwritten notes, poems. Uh, Philando's blue apron from his job as a school cafeteria supervisor hung near a permanent wooden memorial that had carved into it a quote from his mother saying, Son, you never talked much here, but you're making a lot of noise now. Then the sun was setting, and Pastor Danny Givens uh, began to gather the group around. I'll get y'all's attention, please. It's 9.05 right now. So he, come, he, he pulled over. So at this time, Philander was already being pulled over. Did everybody get a candle? The crowd gathered around Philando's mother, Valerie Castile, and his sister, Alizé. Several people spoke. Um, Can we pull in nice and close, y'all? Then the crowd started to disperse. Someone turned on music, it turned dark, and then it was over. We started this podcast to tell the story of Philando Castile's death and the trial of Officer Geronimo Yanez. With the verdict in and the investigation files come through and last night's roadside vigil marking one year since Castile's death, we have told that story. But there's still more. More reverberations, more questions, more perspectives. There's the issue of police unions and how they're responding to public anger and criticism over shootings. What it's like to be an officer right now. There's the question of gun rights. Philando Castile had a license to carry, but the NRA has remained silent. There's the question of the law around police shootings. Will people push for change, and what would that take? Police training, trauma, how people move on. You'll hear from us in the coming weeks as we follow these stories, looking at the far-reaching impact of that July night. Some changes are already in motion. Good morning, everyone. Today marks the first year without my son. Yesterday at the state capitol, Valerie Castile stepped up to the microphone. She was there at the invitation of Governor Mark Dayton. Dayton announced that he wants a new $12 million fund for police training to be named after Philando Castile. The funds are aimed at training for officers working with diverse communities. It was approved by the Minnesota legislature earlier this year. I want to thank the governor and the post board and everyone that was involved in making this decision to name the uh, bill after my son. He deserves it. And it's to the point where we need this bill. We need this extra training for our police officers because at the end of the day, Everyone wants to go home. The police wants to go home, and the, and the civilian wants to go home. And if we can combine our minds and work together as human beings, then that will happen. The governor also appointed Clarence Castile, Philando's uncle, to the post board. That's the board which regulates police training programs and licenses police officers in the state of Minnesota. In Dayton's remarks, he called Castile's death one of the very most traumatic events in his time as governor. 
We'll be back with you in the coming weeks. The 74 Seconds team is Reham Fashir, John Collins, Hans Buto, Meg Martin, and me, Tracy Mumford. Special thanks this episode to Brian Baxt. Our theme music is by Joffrey Wilson. 74 Seconds is a production of NPR News and American Public Media. This is Tracy from 74 Seconds, and we wanted to let you know that our colleagues at APM Reports just launched the new season of their award-winning podcast, In the Dark. In this second season, they explore a new story with life-or-death consequences. It's the case of four people who were killed in a small town in Mississippi, and the story of why a black man on death row has been tried six times for those murders. You can listen and subscribe to In the Dark on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm.